Hello. Welcome to the No Breaking Podcast. My name is Kyle Hyatt. With me once again here at his dining room table in his own home. James McKeon. Jimmy McKeon. The greatest. The greatest living podcaster. He's won many awards. I have. Every award. Oh, and then some. The Western Australian Podcasting uh, Lifetime Achievement Award. Correct. Known as the Spider Bitey. Mm-hmm. Yep, that's one of them. That's one of your awards. And then I've got uh, the West Australian Podcaster of the Year, otherwise known as Sharky. Sharky? The Sharky, is a, that's a tough one. Yeah, it is a tough one I get. And then there is the Podcaster of the Month, which was just called The Croc. <laughs> Sal- Salty Jim. Sure. Anyway, we're idiots, and we're here with one of our favorite people, Julia LaPalm. And you don't know this because it, it, we already had a lost episode, and it we was had. hers. It was and, great. And whose fault was that, Kyle? The computer. And who runs? Who presses those buttons? Uh, that would be me. Okay. Yeah. Glad to see we got that out in the open. Well, here's All the, cards on the table. It's a new workflow. You know, you got you to gotta iron them out, out some kinks. You know, it's great. And she was gracious enough to come all the way back here from deep behind the orange curtain. Yes. <laughs> she rode her motorcycle. Mm, she did. Indeed. I rode a motorcycle. I didn't have to ride a motorcycle because this is my house. James, somebody <laughs> has to ride a motorcycle. You do it because you love it. I, to be fair, though, I think it will be difficult to ride a motorcycle inside my house. Challenge accepted. <laughs> I just think the stairs is, is where the trouble starts, coming up from the garage. That was uh, an invitation, wasn't obviously it? Obviously, <laughs> you've never seen uh, uh, Animal House. Well, I thought that was going down the stairs. I think he goes either up or down. It doesn't matter. The point is, he was on a motorcycle on stairs, and it worked. Well, yes. I also like that his name is, is uh, D-Day. I, think it's, I always want to call him Daniel Day-Lewis, mm-hmm. but that's not... No. no. It could be a cobbler now, though. Could be. In any case, Julia, welcome back to Hollywood. Thank you for having me. It's We're lovely Hollywood to be Jason. back. Is this, what is this? West Hollywood still? Hollywood? No, it's Hollywood. Ah, excellent. So what have you been up to? You're, you're a busy lady. I'm a very busy lady. Um, I've been... Uh, Holy smokes. Uh, this past weekend, Memorial Day weekend, I was just out in Death Valley um, riding dual sports out and about, enjoying the desert for the last, uh, probably the last tolerable weekend before um, yeah. all of the German tourists That's descend. What was the German tourist sitch? It, there was, yeah, there were plenty, plenty right. there. Yeah. yeah, yeah, for sure. You know, they seemed to love that intense heat. Um, we saw 100 degrees down at the basin, but uh, up in the higher elevations, it was still very nice, tolerable Fun. temperatures. Got a little bit of rain. Lots of wildflowers, surprisingly. Well, that's thought nice. it was, thought it? I thought it was a little late in the season for all that, but uh, good riding. Um, got to borrow a Suzuki DR200S for the weekend, which I like was it. very nice. Mm-hmm. Um, sweet little bike, nicely sized. That's um, the important thing. Yeah, just very manageable. I mean, I like to carry some photo gear with me, and so... Um, you I know. Yeah, exactly. So when I, you know, when I try to tackle some of the taller bikes, it can be li- too many challenges. So sure. it's like I've got the weight on my back, plus, mm-hmm. you know, a 36-inch... Yeah, plus a 36-inch seat height, it's just it's a little too much, so... Yeah, um, I So I like the that. smaller bikes for that, that stuff, so... Yeah, I would imagine, like, yeah, like you on a... Like a KTM six days or something, or yeah. it would be a challenge. Yes, indeed. Yeah, I mean, the last time I was on a, a Suzuki Dual Sport, it was a DRZ. I think it was a four hundred, mm-hmm. and yeah, it was it was a challenge. Yeah. It was like not even like a 
single butt cheek takeoff. There was like just one thigh on <laughs> yeah. the on the seat, you know. And thank well, God I do yoga because like <laughs> thing, next next step would be just taking a run at it. Yeah, I was say, exactly. Do the running jump on these things. Yeah, now, like the make sure it's kicked exactly. over and on, and then you just really commit. It's yeah, it's crazy. It. Well, and for those taller bikes, the funny thing is, is I have to. I have to mount it like I would a bicycle. So mm-hmm. you kick the kickstand up before you even throw the leg over the seat. Mm-hmm. So I fire it up, kick the kickstand up, then throw my leg over, which really means just my thigh, yeah. and then start rolling and then saddle up as I'm rolling away. Oh, <laughs> so That's to a... do that with the photo gear on the back, it was just too much. So I, yeah. I appreciated having a little 200. It was easy to flat foot and uh, lots of fun. And That's good. Rode through Titus Canyon. And, and how was the photographing? Oh, it was it was <laughs> gorgeous. <laughs> he, gets, um, he gets one coconut Lacroix in him, yeah. and then it's all downhill from exactly. there. Exactly. Um, yeah, I mean, early morning and late uh, late afternoon is gorgeous in the desert. It's, you mean you went out there right twelve, right oh, on the dot? Well, I was. It was, but it was brutal. It mm-hmm. was pretty brutal. I was thankful to just have some some dirt riding gear on and didn't even go for like the ADV gear. It was just lightweight yeah. jersey and mm-hmm. pants and. Yeah, it was it was nice. It was uh, it was pleasant uh, pleasant surprise to get out there and see all those wildflowers and find mm-hmm. some decent temperatures. But uh, but yeah, it was definitely definitely warm in the basin. So. Sure, sure. But it was a fun weekend. That's awesome. You yeah. come you, you come back like a woman refreshed. Yes, it was in, incredibly refreshing. I got to camp too. You know, I'm that's big, always nice. I'm a big camper, so mm-hmm. so that yeah. was. That's the thing that I want to I want to do at some point is motorcycle camp because I've got this big giant ADV bike and luggage and stuff and I just want to now I got to figure out yes a time to go and do that absolutely well I would be happy to help shepherd you into that uh, activity Julia, don't threaten me with a good time <laughs> just don't just don't help me set up his tent <laughs> oh no I was James I was a Boy Scout so I'm I've got that covered I can light a fire I, I'm good at camping don't yeah. get me wrong like I just when you add a motorcycle into the equation. You were the campus person I know then, Carl, because of that. That's true. That's probably true. What is the what is the, what is the British equivalent of that? Of Boy Scouts is it Boy Scouts still or it is still Boy Scouts? Yes. Oh, okay. Well, are it's... they still called Boy Scouts or are they just calling them Scouts now? Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Because they they changed all that. Yeah. That's I think they recently started accepting girls I like into that. Boy Scouts because Girl Scouts is a completely different girls and trans organization. People. They specifically did too, right. which is pretty dope. But the Girl Scouts organization wasn't teaching the same skills as the Boy Scouts. And I remember when I was a right. kid, I didn't, I had no interest in Girl so Scouts. So when I was a Boy fair. Scout, we had girls in our troop. <laughs> did you really? We did. Hmm. Nice. Mm-hmm. To be fair, though, the scout, the, the skills that you might learn in Girl Scouts seem like they might translate better to everyday life and as a, as an adult than do Boy Scout skills, <laughs> like. I really don't need to know 90% of the stuff that I know, and I didn't even make it to Eagle Scout. Well, that's just so. because the apocalypse hasn't happened yet, so... Well, that's true. <laughs> but, I mean, those Girl, uh, those Girl Scouts get a good leg up with their business acumen with those cookies. Oh, yes. True. Indeed. Do they, I... have, do they have campfire uh, scouts uh, when, uh, that, that were... Hmm. I don't know, because that was a thing, because it, it was, it was a, a, a dual... It was it was a uh, there was no gender specific requirement or whatever oh. for for campfire hmm. scouts and they had that in my hometown but I I just did Boy Scouts because that's what my dad's I, like I don't know I I grew up in suburbia so same same you know and my my family always took me camping so that was mm. my same that was my uh, where'd you grow up again San Jose actually oh, okay. Silicon Valley oh boy yeah yeah before it was really sure. Silicon Valley I mean right mm-hmm. at the beginning of its turning into Silicon Valley but uh, okay. 
But yeah, my parents were big. My parents were hippies. So we went camping all the time. We were all about... Uh, uh, we always getting... had to be on the lookout for snakes and things in Australia. Oh, sure. Jesus. Murphy, yeah, you spiders. do. Spiders. Well, the nice thing about camping... And the best thing was it was the scouts. So they just the troop leader would just drop you off and say, I'll pick you up in uh, 35 clicks tomorrow. <laughs> and that was it. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Watch out for the hoop snakes and the you guys, uh, drop bears. Did you guys have bivvies? <laughs> or did you actually like... Do you have cool Australian bivy tents? Well, uh, they'd have, if you want it, you wouldn't carry a swag because that'd be too heavy to carry. Sure. So you just carry a tarp. And you just... I carry my swag all day long. Of course. I, think <laughs> I regret saying that swag, already. The yeah. that you potter well, about with. Well, the nice thing about growing up in the Pacific Northwest is that the amount of wildlife that can kill you, not that much of it. Yeah. There's bears, but a black bear is not that big of a deal they seem more interested in berries than people right they're pretty easy to scare off and like there are snakes in eastern washington there's like rattlesnakes and stuff nothing western washington you know there's no real spiders or any of that stuff so you just have to worry about being like getting pneumonia and dying or (laughs) drowning in a cold sea that kind of thing truth truth right on hey you know i'm amazed (laughs) i live i lived but but you made it here today, so it's a good thing. That's the important thing. Yes. That's right. And look at those life lessons you've learned along the way. <laughs> yeah. No, that's exactly... I mean, yeah. It's a, it, listen. You can not, whip I was out a bowline whenever you need to. Mm-hmm. Yep, I did. <laughs> I do like to whittle, James. I have, a, I have a selection of pocket knives just for that express purpose. Ooh, nice. Around a campfire. Nice. Time to whittle. That's oh, what time you to whittle. Do? What else do you do around a campfire? Pop Drink whittle. heavily and then, yeah, play with knives. Toast marshmallows. Hello. Also good. Obviously. Obvi. <laughs> but you need to put them on something. So you need to whittle something down first. This is true. If you mm-hmm. don't come with your own skewers, then you got to find the skewers. You've got to yeah. whittle. Whittle them down. That's Speaking true. of... Obvi. It'd be really funny if our mutual friend Obby said things that were really obvious all the time. <laughs> and just be Obvi Ishwarapa, and that would be great. But as it turns out, he just usually has a lot of really nice things to contribute to a conversation. It'd be funny if he just kept throwing out Obby. Yeah, that would be great too. It'd be just we super do. spicy. We, we love you, Obby. Conversation we have with him when he's on the show. That's right. <laughs> um, so yeah. So uh, what have you been doing professionally other than going up to? Death Valley for funsies and oh yeah, that was for funsies. Um, I went to the Quail Motorcycle Gathering. Same. Speaking of Obby, I did a nice little piece for him um, for Bike Curious. Oh, um, fantastic! Because uh, uh, as of January fifteenth, I went freelance, mm-hmm. so I'm no longer on staff at Motorcyclists. Well, so. screw those guys. <laughs> They're lost. <laughs> Just kidding, because Chris Cannell will be on next week. <laughs> but uh, no, uh, it was uh, it was all good. Uh, it was it was. Um, um, positive vibes on my way out the door. So well, there's still good. still clients of mine. I still feel like uh, part of the extended Bonnier family. So mm-hmm. they've been uh, incredibly gracious and have given me assignments over the last few months, and it's been wonderful. Um, I've uh, I've been really excited to be freelance and being able to work for a lot of other um, outlets mm-hmm. and branching back into cars as well as motorcycles. Which is and fun. Yeah. Just having a little more control over you my did some stuff for Toyota or something. Yeah, I did. I did some, uh, some PR work for Toyota, um, mm-hmm. month or so ago. That was fun. Um, did another thing for Volkswagen and then I've done some shoots for truck trend. They've been a regular client of mine and, fun. um, Cool. Hot bike. I did uh, shoot with Arlen Ness for mm-hmm. a hot bike feature. All right. Um, Honored at the Quail. Yes, he was. 
He was, yep. He had some of his bikes there. He was a very nice man. That was a... He seems was, nice. Yeah. He looks improbably old. <laughs> like, he, like, if he were a monster in D&D, he would be a lich. <laughs> well, now you're speaking a language I don't speak. That's I apologize. I'm fine. not a D&D That's player. Well, but yeah. he was he was an absolute pleasure to work with, and his wife was absolutely delightful. And um, we got to see uh, his dealership up in um, Dublin, yes. California. Hmm. Far East Bay. Um, you probably went unaware, though, that Alan is a big D&D player. Is he really? He is. Is he? All smart, right. Smart man. Okay. All right. It's the way of the future. <laughs> yeah, so I've been I've been busy over the last, oh, goodness, five months, I guess. Well, it's a nice problem to have. It's so a wonderful problem. What's next on the horizon, then? What are the things you've got in the pipeline that you can talk about? Um, I might have a small shoot for Hot Bike again tomorrow. We'll see. It's kind of on the rocks and playing, playing, uh, uh, you know, backup for, for a photographer that might not be well enough to, to Ooh. shoot, but, but uh, it's clearly the photographer's not a good shoot. Let's be honest. Here. <laughs> we'll see. I um, mean, Carl just said that I did not, but I just, <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. uh, I'm not biased in this anyway, but it's definitely the case. <laughs> I've been shooting um, some some new car uh, profiles for Kelly Blue Book. Cool. Um, I have a week-long gig with Hot Rod Magazine coming up next right. month. Um, I just did a, a nice little feature uh, for them last week. Who's with, in charge of that rag now? Um, John McCann is, oh, okay. the, is the editor. You should wow. definitely have him on the, on yeah. the show. He's a great guy. His, his work. Yeah, and yeah. this was the first time I He's was actually... Cool Able to work with my dear friend Ilana Sharer. Oh, we love so, Ilana. Yeah, yeah she's, she's great. She is wonderful. So this was the first time we got to work together on something. So that's awesome. that was a, that was a lot of fun. So awesome. we were we were up in uh, Burbank featuring a a few barn finds mm-hmm. cool. over at a shop called uh, Hollywood. It's Hot amazing. Rods. There are any of those left? I know it was especially amazing because these were found in Pasadena of all places. So place not like barn. some barn out in Vermont, so but many right. barns in Pasadena. You can't when you go it's walk down really the main street there. Barn. It's just lots of barns. That's right. That's Full of right. Barns. Yep. It's a barn designed by Franklin Wright and DeLoreans. Oh yes. Did you know? Okay, as a Back to the Future freak. As, as I am, um, mm-hmm. they used the Gamble House for Doc Brown's Correct. residence, mm-hmm. and they just hosted uh, Back to the Future weekend. Was it this past weekend or the weekend before? I can't remember. Uh, I think it was the weekend before. I saw yeah. pictures from it, though. It was, yeah. it was really neat. Yeah, I was bummed to miss that. But it's a great house. I thought, yeah, I know. I love that house. I remember um, one of the within the first year that I moved to Los Angeles, I was driving through Pasadena with my mom, and I literally plucked that house out of you know the the suburbia that it was in and i was mm-hmm. like oh my god it's doc brown's house <laughs> did you open the door and ask to see if doc was in yeah, absolutely absolutely we pulled we pulled over turned around came back and, and nice. i was so excited that it was a house that was actually available for tours so oh, that's so cool i've yeah. never been in it but i'd like to it's and the, so beautiful and you can so always beautiful. trace uh the movie behind you over your shoulder there and that piece Ooh. of artwork Ooh. see what very nice I love it. You're just buzz marketing your wall art, James. I am. You monster. <laughs> hey, go shout out to my friends at Gallery 1988. That's where I get all from. Oh. That guy doesn't need any more money. Oh. Uh, well, except for of your money. Yeah. <laughs> Which he gets on a regular basis. <laughs> I mean, we, just got, we just got our new cold trickle. There you go. Uh, yeah. No, it's cool. So, uh, there's a bunch of great houses that you can go tour, like historic and interesting yes. film houses. Um, 
what's the most recent one I did? I went on a tour of the house where supposedly the Black Dahlia was murdered. Whoa. Spooky. It mm-hmm. was been terribly remodeled, which is sad. Oh, that's and then, um I did the uh, the Hollyhock House, Franklin mm-hmm. Hollyhock House, which cool. was I got a, like a private tour. Nice. And it was a game changer. Yeah. Also, when they have a moat around the fireplace. What? Yeah. What? Mm-hmm. We That's also don't crazy. suggest that our listeners just go to any random Hollywood houses and just try and open the doors and go in. We would suggest yeah, to stay no. away from that. Yeah. Look for the publicly toured ones. I That's think right. Just, this isn't Texas. I mean, <laughs> what's going to happen? <laughs> well, <Yeah. laughs> the security dogs will be sicked on you. <laughs> um, but yeah. Well, so uh, yeah. So what are some um, what are some interesting things that you've ridden lately? Because I know you did oh. uh, you did a piece on the Scrambler Eleven Hundred. I. Did. Cycle news. I saw your Cycle video. News. Yeah. Very oh my good. my video. Oh my goodness. Rennie was so funny. He texted me when he was putting that video together and he said, These bloopers are priceless. <laughs> I said, Oh, I'm so glad that you're getting enjoyment out of those. <laughs> you just gotta do a few more pieces for them and they'll have a reel for you. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I'm yeah, I, I get uh, a bit of stage fright in front of the camera, so I start uh, getting a little tongue tied and but it was fun. I stumbled through it. Well, being in front of a camera is a nightmare. Yeah. That's James, why I like James being behind the camera. <laughs> I have no problems with it whatsoever. That's true. <laughs> I have my own film crew just following around 24-7, and then I just, it's, just, it's like it's not even there. Oh, do I mean, you? you guys wouldn't even know the film crew's here right now. I was going to say, where are they? They're exactly. hiding they, very they're well. They're doing a very good job of just being incognito. Is they're Kiwi actually, in the guest bathroom. Is Kiwi actually one of your video guys? Uh, yeah. She is. She, excuse yeah. me, excuse yeah. me. I mean, you know, she's a director. Sure. <laughs> oh, excuse me. Yeah. I apologize, Kiwi. <laughs> Naturally. So how was the how was the scrambler, by the way? Because I get it. I'm going to get it tomorrow, and I'm excited. Mm, yes. Because it's um, like the first adult size scrambler. There you go. Yeah, I think uh, I think it was a lot of fun. Um, you know, I, it reminds me of the other scramblers, but it's just it's just plus size. Mm-hmm. Excuse me, but <laughs> enlarged by about fifteen percent or so, and sure. I think um, for the larger um, riders, it's uh, it's going to be a lot more comfortable and um, good size engine and yeah, um, nice you know a bunch of different ride modes and um, adjustable suspension and it's also a plus. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's nice. I mean, they're 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 giving you a lot. I mean, they're charging a lot for it. Yeah, but they're giving you a lot for your money. It's not like like the the R ninety that I picked up the mm-hmm. the Urban GS t- that I have today yeah is great and it's mm-hmm. hilarious mm-hmm. it makes the most ridiculous noise in traffic yeah but also it has no mod cons this one has heated grips yeah which is nice but nothing else and it's heated like heated grips James let me kind of I cannot even tell you the the just the exquisite just just luxury joy kind of feelings that you get from heated grips it doesn't even have to be that cold you turn them on and you're like yeah this is Look, what I need. i'm not a monster kyle you know this i like a good heated steering wheel sure 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 sure. Mm-hmm. i mean there's nothing better it's imagine if your steering wheel you put that heated steering wheel on oh, those imagine hands if your steering wheel is being hit by like a 30 or 40 mile an hour wind blast and then yes. imagine how nice it would feel to have the heat mm-hmm. it's beautiful mm-hmm. yes um, indeed but yeah that thing's like 14 grand and it's got nothing yeah. Except the fact that it, you know, makes a great noise and it looks sharp. It's cool. Yeah. It's got the transmissions kind of, eh. yeah. but I could live with that noise forever. Mm-hmm. It yeah. I'm kind of bummed about my motorcycle. 
Oh. Which only sounds okay. Oh. Yeah. Well, but, you know, it's it's good at other things. Yeah. ADVing. And... Being super comfortable. That's right. And uh... Making Kyle look like a policeman. There you go. Fringe benefit, guys. Seriously. <laughs> you have the white helmet to go with that? No, it's the, the, the white helmet and the blue jacket and the <laughs> yes. white motorcycle is not an accident. Oh, my gosh. It is not an accident. <laughs> it's like every, just riding up traffic. Like, people just part. It's wonderful. Oh, my goodness. Mm-hmm. Too funny. And cops never give me a second look. No? No. They just kind of give you a nod like, hey, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wait, you're not one of us. Yeah. <laughs> When he's By that wheeling, time, I'm gone. When Carl's yeah. wheeling past them, giving them the wave. <laughs> That's, That's right. the queen. That's exactly right. <laughs> oh, my God. No. Too funny. I need to go to Wheelie University, James. That's a thing. It is? It yeah, is. It's in San Diego. I Bobby haven't went. gone there yet. I want to go. I really, go. really want to go. Yeah. We should dupe them yeah? into sending us for free. I know. I don't want to do anything that I have to pay for now. That's, that's what ruins you. Obby had journalist. to pay for it. Did he? Yeah. Oh, well, they don't. They don't. I've tried. Well, <laughs> they well, don't comp journalists. To crack, huh? <laughs> oh well, seems worth it. I've had a few friends that have gone, and they um, they recommended it. Hmm. I do have a friend that's a professional wheelie, though. Although I think his wheeling is uh, not uh, exactly shining a good light with the law enforcement department. Oh dear, oh, the dear. local constabulary. Yeah, I think okay. wheeling down uh, the old bill, the strip in Las Vegas, is not a sign of a meant to be thing that you do these days. So is this but Bradford he- Spears? <laughs> No. No, not Brad? No, not Brad. <laughs> but he does it professionally, so somehow he's making money doing this. He does, yes, okay. he does. Awesome. And then his friend is a proper professional stunt rider, so that's why yeah, I might have got some tips off him. Very how to nice. Do it. Mm-hmm. Well, and we know there's plenty of those here in Hollywood. And true, Lots true. of stunt riders mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. stunt drivers. So Professional and amateur. Cool. That's right. Quite <laughs> a nickel for every guy on a, in, a, in a squid vest and on a crotch rocket in traffic trying to do a stoppie. I'd have some nickels. That'd be mm-hmm. me. Oh, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah and probably friends. all of our motor journalist friends. Oh, sure. <laughs> yeah. Um, so the the quail was, was an interesting event that we both attended. What was Yes. Uh, I'd never been before. You'd, I, you'd been oh, previously, Oh, yeah. This was probably the third or fourth time that I've gone. And What uh, was your takeaway? Oh, my goodness. Um, I just, I, goodness, I can't pick any one particular bike that really stuck with me. Uh, although the one that did stick with me, I just can't remember exactly what it was, but I believe it won the modded class. Mm. I think it was a Harley Davidson. Mm -hmm. It was polished to the nines. Um, so like a polished stainless tank and then also like brass bits that offset it. It was beautiful. I know the bike you're talking about. Yeah, it was delightful. It was beautiful. Mm -hmm. And I actually was, um, betting on that winning best in show, but it did not. But it still won its class, so mm-hmm. I was I was happy with that. The best in show, I thought. I mean, it was historically super significant because mm-hmm. it was a Merkel, yeah, which is a terrible word to say. <laughs> uh, but it was it was okay. I was really pleased to see <clears throat> that one of my favorite bikes there won, which was the BSA Bantam, mm. which had like like amazing leg guards, like metal leg guards, and it had like a like a like a bicycle like hooter horn oh, that funny. was like right in the it was like right in the middle of the triple tree and there right. was like instead of having like a clock or something it yeah. just had like a clip for a pocket watch oh, and there was funny. a pocket watch clipped into it and it was immaculate that's it funny. was so good it was yeah. so good the other thing i liked was um there was a morgan three-wheeler mm-hmm. and the guy who owned it spent the day like in it trying to look super cool but i think he was coked out of his mind <laughs> 
So he was just being really fidgety, and I would occasionally see him with cake. And he's just like trying to look cool and cake impress people. Cake the band or cake the dessert? I think just the dessert. <laughs> okay. It would have been good if he had the whole band sandwich inside That would be rad. That would be a completely different <laughs> story. Sure I, would like. me. I mean, if they were going the distance. That's right. They were going for speed. Mm-hmm. I, made a, I made a cake joke at work today. You did, did you? I did. There's oh, a apropos. Um, Don Don Pano's who owns uh, Pano's. They they made the uh, Esperante racing cars oh, and that. Pano's, mm. I would say. Oh, whatever. <laughs> and um, he has a, an electric car company which has the worst name. <clears throat> it's Green for You. <laughs> green. The word Green. Number four. Letter U. Oh smooshed no. Together. Oh no. It's green for You. And they signed. <clears throat> um, uh. Oh God! What what was it called? Um, a memorandum of understanding. Oh geez. Which is apparently it's like a real business thing that gets used a lot, mm-hmm. but it totally sounds like a rejected cake album title. <laughs> so I made I put that in my story. I love it. That's hilarious. I also made fun of the green for you name six times, and the fact that they're trying to make an electric, rear wheel drive only six door, SUV, thing. Whoa. And they're going to build it in Honduras. What? <laughs> the whole thing is pretty, uh, pretty wild. That sounds Here, like I was it. thinking you're going to link that all back to sheep's going to heaven. Nope. <laughs> nope. But and goats, goats go to hell. That's exactly right. That's right. And we all know mm-hmm. how much he paid for his bad moto guzzi. <laughs> Entirely too much. <laughs> oh my goodness! Awesome. Wow. It always comes back to motorcycles. It does. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. when you're on, anyway. <laughs> But we, and photography. Mm-hmm. Sure, sure. last time, remember, in that long-lost episode where someone deleted it, Carl. I don't know who that person was, Carl. <laughs> I have no memory of that. We've uh, got some fun photographic tips from the maestro here. I oh. do not recollect. <laughs> That's probably because you were drunk again. Well, you know, I, the day drinking, it helps. Get, it gets through the... It does. Yeah, yeah it helps me get through the... The podcast... <laughs> Helps me get through staring down the barrel of a microphone. <laughs> it's a very nice microphone. Pretty clean. It is. Yeah. It is. It has a lovely screen over it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Only the finest screens for our guests. <laughs> That's right. Um, yeah. Well, let's talk about that. In, because, uh, uh, you know, as I'm sure many of our guests already know, you are an incredibly talented photographer. Well, thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> And uh, no more comments there about that, Carl. That's it. We we will be able to get her out the door with this ego. It's <laughs> true. Uh, but yeah, I mean, you you studied professionally. You went to Brooks. That's right. Which was a a big deal for a while, and now it's it was and gone. it is no more. Sadly. Yeah. Um, but you've worked for them all. You know, you've 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 shot photos for all the all the big buff books. Yeah, seemingly a lot of them. Uh, what are some of your tips for for uh, young folks? Or in our case, mm. middle-aged, talentless guys who you know have to may have to do photography as an adjunct to their job. Oh goodness! Well, I mean, if you're if you're photographing cars, uh, the desert is the ideal place to go because you've got nice, clean horizon lines, mm-hmm. and you gotta either shoot at sunrise or sunset to get mm-hmm. that golden hour. So that's the easy way to well, easy way aside from you know the traveling out to the desert part, out to the desert, sure. and having to hang out in the desert sure. which can be miserable and hot depends. sometimes yes exactly and pretty parched i would say as yes, well sometimes exactly not um, all the time desert facts with jimmy mckeon <laughs> and it can be quite sandy 
Yes, it can. Not a lot of people know that about the desert. Sir James Mm -hmm. McKeonborough. That's right. That's right. So, yeah, I actually, over the 10 years that I worked at Motor Trend, I spent far more time in the desert than I think I'd ever wanted to. Mm -hmm. So it uh, it actually kind of surprises me that I decided to spend a three-day weekend out in Death Valley this past weekend, because unless I'm working, I don't really dream of going out to the desert. Sure. I think I've had my fill, but it makes for really nice uh, horizon lines on the side of a, a car. Motorcycles don't care as much. There's not as much sheet metal that you have to worry about, you mm-hmm. know. So sure. when you're dealing with big reflective objects, which uh, my automotive photography teacher back at Brooks uh, used to joke and say, they're just giant toasters. <laughs> That's one way to look at it. Yep. If only every car came with a toaster. Yeah. That's the world I want to live in. Yeah. You use the hell out of a toaster. Warm bread on demand. Yes. I think, I think that someone should delve into that. Yeah. Well, if you're sitting out in the desert and it's getting over 100 degrees, I mean, you could just put the bread on the hood of the car. That's true. With an egg. Yep. I've had way more cars than I've had toasters. Yeah. I've had one toaster. Wow. My ex-girlfriend, her parents bought it for me for Christmas. We went to uh, we went to her, her parents' house uh, in Fresno which is a thing in and of itself. Mm-hmm. And they decided You mean Frez yes. Well, sure. <laughs> Somebody's got to say it. Uh, and yeah, and they bought me a toaster, and I thought, well, that's really nice. <laughs> that's sort of strange. And every time you use it But for I've bread. still got it, and it's got a Pop-Tart setting with like the logo on wow. it. Like, it's an officially licensed Pop-Tart setting, what? so you know it's good. That's obviously. crazy. Yeah. She's getting a little long in the tooth, though, so you just got to juice her to 11. Yep. 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 In All the case. way to 11. That's right. Just to get that nice golden brown. Mm-hmm. That's right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So when you're photographing giant toasters on wheels, yes, aka cars, um, yeah, the desert's a good place to go. Uh, you know, work with a, a longer lens, preferably sixteen hundred. So you'd start with uh, maybe not quite sixteen <laughs> hundred. Nice, nice portrait lens, unless yeah, I mean, unless you're going for you know the cars that are like the the moon rover or whatever you it want is. To shoot yeah, like yeah. Four football fields away. That's right. Yeah. Um, but I would say you know. 100 mil would be good. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, polarizer. Polarizer filter is good. Um, but yeah, as far as getting into it professionally, don't oh do my it. goodness. Just don't do it. It's, you it's know, hard. It's, hard enough. it's a very niche market. Um, and I think with, uh, with everybody uh, having Instagram accounts and iPhones that seem to do almost everything that our professional cameras do these days. Mm-hmm. It's, it's... Except sweet bokeh. That's right. Although the new iPhone X now has the portrait uh, mode, portrait mode which drops that background Ooh, into nice yeah. soft focus. Like Not it. bokeh, but, no, but but nice soft focus. Yeah. So there's that. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I mean, I got my start shooting... Um, shooting some sporting events, like the Rim of the World Rally. Okay. I was, I think, in my second to last year in college, and um, and uh, my husband at the time uh, was a huge rally fan, and so was my best friend, who I was going to college with, and her boyfriend, and so the four of us were gung-ho about getting to see some rally, and of course, you know, the WRC was not really spending much time in the States at the sure time, enough. if I remember correctly. So, you know, spend much time in the States. No, it doesn't. Um, so thankfully there were some local rallies going on and, um, the uh, rim of the world rally was happening out near Palmdale and 
Um, so we wanted to go see the event. And, uh, of course, their spectator area was in one of the most boring corners. Mm-hmm. It's like, if we were lucky, the, the drivers sure. would kick the rear end out as they're drifting around the corner. But that's about all the action we were going to see. Right. And that was just far too tame for our tastes. You after were doing the more the Portuguese style of rally watching. Oh, yes. To touch the car. Oh, yes. Absolutely. It's the only way to do it, right? So, oh, sure. of course. I mean, you, you can't, you, you haven't lived until you've, you know, high fived the rally driver as he's like flying through the air, right? Mm-hmm. So, I reached out to the organizers and asked uh, if I could. Um, have a press pass or something along those lines. And since I was still just absolutely fresh, had not been published at all. Sure. Um, you know, they kind of gave me the side, sidelong look and said, uh, well, who are you going to shoot for? And I said, well, how's this? I could give you all of my photos if you give me all of the access. And that was our trade for two years. I was oh. their official event photographer. Fun. And, um, you know, I don't want to always advise uh up and coming photographers to offer their work for free but yeah, to get your idea. foot to get your foot in the door you have to do it maybe once or twice mm-hmm. to prove yourself yep. and then get wise to the uh to the charges and you know you know mm-hmm. charge for your services you know sorry pay up sucker <laughs> that's right that's right that's right oh. so but it was a lot of fun i mean we had full access to the entire track we just had to use our own common sense to keep an eye out for the cars coming. And oh, so really? I was able to park myself out near the jumps and cool. get super close and get some wide angle shots and mm-hmm. risk my life for no other reason than pure the only way to do it. satisfaction and mm-hmm. thrill of the photographic and rally chase. So it was fun. And then what are the, some of the other events that you've actually shot or that you've things that you've, the, that you've shot that you've really enjoyed doing, should we say? Oh goodness. Well, I mean, Beyond that, I mean, that was that was the majority of the event coverage that I did. I think um, while I was in school, uh, the senior photographer at Motor Trend came and spoke to us about their internship program, mm-hmm. and one thing led to another, and I ended up getting the internship at Motor Trend um, as their photography intern. And so then, all of a sudden, I was working for a magazine, and Motor Trend wasn't really covering, doing race coverage at the time, so yep, it was sure. all new stock vehicles mm-hmm. and uh so you know, we did a, this? <clears throat> oh i started at motor trend in uh january of 06 so when kyle was in vehicles. short shorts <laughs> <Terrible vehicles. laughs> um, right, i was 21 yep Aww. short shorts so, he still yeah. wears them to this day does he? business meetings yeah nice thing about <laughs> my business card says little lord fauntleroy <laughs> mm-hmm. raconteur <laughs> Love Holy it. Vault. That's right. Futurist. That too funny. <laughs> so, I mean, you know, I started off just doing photos of the long-term vehicles and all of that. And then at some point they were finally willing to hand me the reins of a full-blown feature shoot. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was only four months into my internship and Angus McKenzie pulled me into his office and offered me a job on wow. staff. Yeah, it's crazy. And, um, so yeah, we had a lot of adventures. I had, a, I, and you know, enjoyed a lot of adventures while I, while I worked there. Um, we did these things called Epic drives mm-hmm. and, uh, would, it would turn into like a 10 page feature in the magazine. So I got to travel around the world with Angus and, and, uh, Johnny Lieberman and Ed Lowe and some of those notable Boy. names over there. A lot and, of- a lot of, lot of like seeing Johnny Lieberman's little piggly wigglies <laughs> in his flip flops. Also, shout out to Johnny Lieberman who follows no breaking. 
Does he? Oh, somebody's got to. I know. Hi, Johnny. Hi. Um, Yeah, no, he's he's a great guy. He's a lot of fun to to travel with. The uh, the feature that I remember shooting with him was not a flip flop uh, scenario in the slightest. We were um, we were up in Sweden in February Mm -hmm. and uh, went all the way up to the Arctic Circle. Cool. And visited the um, yeah yeah visited the uh the vehicle testing facility um in the town of Aryaplog. Um and they use this giant frozen lake bed oh, as cool. you know, this nice little slippery, you know, driving course. <laughs> Seems relevant on the ice. Interest. Yeah. It was fun. It was a lot of fun. There's a company that I think there's called like Below Zero mm. Driving School, and they yeah. just have a bunch of 911s, old yeah. 911s that you can take and drive around on a frozen lake. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that sounds like something I need to do before I die. Yeah, it may Absolutely. be something I do and then die immediately <laughs> while in the process <laughs> of it. Yes, I'm not ruling that out, but I mean that's how I'd want to go. And it would be a good way to go. That's right. Well, what happened to Kyle? Well, he fell into an ice hole in a echo Porsche. <laughs> he is now uh, a yeah. polar bear. Short shots. Well, it's water cooled now. That's yeah, right. very. Mm. <laughs> so, but what about some of the events then as well that you've covered? So obviously, I'm assuming you took photos of the quail. Yes. Which is a nice event and a nice place to go to to take photos. Yes. But which are some of the other events that you've liked shooting? Oh, um, the hand-built show is one of one. my favorites. Mm-hmm. And of course, during the same weekend, the MotoGP. Um, you although you don't go to many events. Well, Why? yeah. Well, I do now. I think more in the motorcycling world. But while I was on staff at Motor Trend, yeah. um, you know, the events were more like the regular car shows. So I'd be sure. in Detroit in February. You know, covering well, I the latest. Detroit. <laughs> Kyle knows that well. He I loves did it. it. <laughs> and I got so sick. Yes, it was the worst. Yeah. Um, I can only think that the reason they ha- hold it that time of year is to give people in Detroit some sort of respite from the bitter cold, something to look forward to. Maybe. Christmas is past. moving it, actually. I think they're trying <laughs> yeah. to move it to like June and make it like an outdoor event, wow. which doesn't sound better because I think it's really humid there. Yeah, it can I get very humid. That's interesting. Hard, hard pass. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, MotoGP is one of my favorites. I, I prefer to go for fun than for work because... I end up seeing so many of my friends in the industry, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. it's honestly sometimes when I do go to these motorcycle events, it's hard to get <laughs> my work done because sure. I'm stopped every five minutes by sure. somebody that recognizes me and somebody it's, that I know. It's like the and, quail. Yes, that's, well, that's, similar to the quail. Yeah. Yes, um, so it was fun. Um, I actually have a funny story from MotoGP this year. It's a little embarrassing, but I think it's Excellent. highly entertaining, and I think you guys will get a kick out of it. So we I was hanging. There's no pressure to this build-up, Carl. Speak- so we better laugh. Speaking uh, again of our dear friend Abby, um, he gentleman and a scholar. That's right. Literally, yes, yes. And he uh, he was he and I were hanging out in in the pits in the um, uh, not in the pits in oh my god now I'm totally blanking out on the term but uh, on the back out the paddock? we were hanging out in the paddock. Thank you very much. And uh, and he he introduces me to Hugo Eccles, one of the oh what a delight yes uh, delightful gentleman, and then um, uh, also invites over the folks from Bike Shed, mm-hmm. um, and you know introduces me to them, and then one by one, as we're hanging out outside of Aprilia's garage, one by one these guys start walking up 
in Aprilia garb. So they're obviously somehow associated with the Aprilia team. Mm-hmm. And or it's a cunning ruse to just get inside. That's right. That's right. Three um, kids in a trench coat. That's right. Or so three bears in a trench coat, even better. So, <laughs> so as these, as each one of these gentlemen sort of joins our our circle, as the circle is enlarging, they're um, introducing themselves, and uh, so we're all chatting. You know, there's probably like ten of us standing there now, <clears throat> and then finally. Uh, the last gentleman joins, and and he's of short stature and a nice salt and pepper hairdo, which mm. I can relate to, and uh, and he doesn't introduce himself, and I'm just like, oh, okay, well, whatever. Be so that, we just boy. can, yeah, exactly. I I just try to not think too much of it and continue my conversation with the folks that I'm talking to, and um, and our friend Patrick is there, he's on the PR team at at Aprilia as well, mm-hmm. and um, and then at some point our our new salt and pepper friend indicates towards the folks from Bike Shed, would you guys like to take a, a tour of the, the garage? And I can tell that he knows them and he didn't introduce himself to me. I didn't introduce myself to him. So I was not going to assume that I was part of that invite. So I start politely stepping back. Sure. You guys have a nice, you know, nice tour. And Patrick looks at me and he's like, no, go, go. And he like kind of pushes me to join them as they're walking into the backside of the garage. And so, so I sort of scurry to catch up with them and, and, uh, join what has now turned into basically four of us getting a private tour of the Aprilia garage. Sweet fun. And we're standing there, um, and he's indicating to one bay and then the other telling us what's going on with each one of the bikes. And I lean over to Patrick and I said, Patrick, will you please remind me who the gentleman is uh, with the salt and pepper hair? And he says, that's Max Biaggi. <laughs> and I was like, oh, I'm an asshole. <laughs> but the funny thing is he had like full scruff on his face. I mean, sure. he obviously wasn't riding. So he was in, I mean, he was wearing Aprilia branded mm-hmm. clothing, but he was waltzing through the paddock with Nobody really bothering waltzing? him. He was just dancing Waltzing, alone. yes. Waltzing. Uh, fortunate for poor Max. He should have had someone with a partner. <laughs> That's true. I felt so bad. Yeah, especially and of course, without a partner and he's dancing by himself. I know, exactly. That was your opportunity there, Joe. I don't understand so, that. He just want to step in <laughs> and say, excuse so, me, can I join you, Max? So that's the that's uh, yeah that's the only redeeming moment I can I can make an excuse for myself is that I wasn't the only one who didn't recognize him. Sure, but I think the the last little kicker was the fact that I actually had a uh, Valentino Rossi hat clipped to my belt loop. Oh. <laughs> and I was just like, I'm just gonna tuck this in the back of my jacket here don't mind me so nice to meet it? you the max colors are so eye-searing. oh i know and they, right. it was a it was a neon yellow of course it was hat yes. when, when isn't it with the doctor that's i right. know that's right i couldn't help it but uh he was very gracious when we did thank him and and bid our farewells and well, of nice. course gave the italian goodbye with a kiss on each cheek and i was just like oh my god and the weird backwards <laughs> wave right bye 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 come up with the mamma mia as well before you left no there was no mamma mia he was not that i remember but he was i don't know what's just he was speaking in fake Italian. <laughs> the bike, she's, she's so nice. She she's wants so nice. to lean into the corner. Like, um, <laughs> <laughs> Ukrainian all of a sudden? <laughs> it's Borat. 
Yeah. But he was very gracious. Oh, that's good. <laughs> I always like hearing that. Like my, with race car, we're with racing drivers. I don't know, rest, like cars or or bikes. Like I feel like it's kind of a mixed bag. Some of is. them are just the scum of the earth. Yeah. And if they didn't have this incredible talent, they would be, you know, they'd yeah. be working at Best Buy. <laughs> Um, but then some of them are just like just a genuine treat to like just sit down and talk to and and, and have these interactions with. So it's always yeah. kind of it's nice to hear when somebody's good. Yeah, Andrew Fraser is like that. Yeah, well, it's, I mean, it's because it's not they're not really racing. They're so, just doing skids. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. they're just ruining tires, kicking the tail out. Yeah, right. <laughs> James, who's your favorite MotoGP rider, present mm. or historical? Well, I do like the Doctor. Mm, yeah, me too. I will say I'm a fan. I would have, I would have, I would have pegged you as like a Casey Stoner kind of guy. Oh, I was a big Stoner fan. He's good. Yeah, um, he. I mean, he was good, but I, I do just really like the Doctor. Mm-hmm. Sure, he's it's that yeah, yellow that really strikes yeah. a chord with me. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I, I like his dad to be honest more than I do like Valentino. I like his dad more. Sure, makes sense. Interesting. All right. I'm a Marquez kind of guy. Oh. Ooh, Yikes! So <laughs> That's I don't need it. I need your approval. I'm going to bite my tongue. <laughs> you go right ahead. But yeah, anyway. He's uh, a talented writer. I will give him that much. Sure. Very talented writer. Yeah, I don't, I don't want anything to do with him on a personal level. It's nice to watch him ride. Yes. <laughs> yeah. The service that he provides for me is done well. Somehow I managed I don't to make it. my cable man's an asshole. As long as he fixes my cable. <laughs> as long as he doesn't, you know knock you over on his way to uh, installing your cable yeah as, as long as you gave kyle an extra couple of channels he's fine with it rubbin's racing <laughs> and then i do like for example mick doing as well and then i do like barry sheen mm-hmm. well sure who wouldn't of course gentlemen mm-hmm. so maybe less classic. of a scholar sure with a name like barry <laughs> and the fact that he used to hang out with uh was it barry sheen or was it mike hale with hung out with uh james hunt uh, I think Barry did. I think it was Barry, Barry Sheen. And yeah. they, yeah, the the stories of them in hotels with... Having uh, a great time. Flight attendants and so on. It's just terrifying Ooh. stuff. Yikes. Yeah. And there are lots of Scrabble. Lots of Scrabble. <laughs> it's a challenging game. It's, it's, uh, good. it's good for you. And Bridge. I don't know. I've never heard Or Cribbage. I think it's probably the game of choice. Don't. Cribbage sickens me. I don't... <laughs> not for me. A little bit Cribbage fan, Carl? Uh, that's Can you tell be, us what you really feel about cribbage? It's going to be a no mm. for me, dog. Mm. 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 <laughs> more into hearts. Is that yeah. what your thing is? Anyway, I'm Lucre, excited. Actually, Lucre. I do love hearts. Uh, you a more lucre guy? Is that what you're telling us? No, I'm a hearts. I used to play hearts a lot. Used to, in my 20s, we play, we'd get drunk at the bar and play hearts. I do like how much your eyes became illuminated at the thought of playing hearts again. <laughs> they it's did a light up. game when you're hammered, especially if you're trying to shoot the moon and your friend gets so upset that he has to like walk up and down the bar yelling because you you know you just dumped the queen on him at the last moment it's, great. <laughs> it's fabulous in, in any case awesome yeah so um what uh what are some i mean do you, are there any events left in the calendar year that you're looking forward to, to doing i mean are you gonna try and do MotoGP anywhere but austin or oh, um i would love to it's not solidly on my schedule yet mm-hmm. um but I mean, Austin's just kind of an easy one to do because yeah, sure. it rolls in with handbuilt and I have friends who live there and I love Austin and it's, it's a cheap flight as opposed to a much more expensive flight. Indeed. Um, cause I, I was there that weekend on my own. Mm-hmm. I wasn't 
I wasn't on any assignment, which was nice. refreshing. Yeah. It was refreshing because um, I love I love seeing those events. And, um, to not have to work them is it's nice. Know, it's always fun it's a nice sure. little break. I feel like being a photographer at an event would be a bummer. It isn't ideal. I will no, say like, that. you don't get to experience it. So that's I mean that's why yeah. it's very clear with with my job that I am a trash photographer. I'm not good at it. You don't yeah. want me to do it. Yeah, I will, but you don't want it. Yeah. And so I'll just go there and write so I can just then I can just go and absorb the experience and actually participate. So that's what I'm going to do at uh, in Montreal for the Formula One race nice. there, the Canadian Grand Prix. Very nice. So excited. As I say, this is looking directly at James and I watch him shrink in his chair just a little mm-hmm. bit. Mm. Oh, I'm so excited. <laughs> I'm so mad. I am. So mad. Um, Especially since Carl was like, nah. Uh, it's, it's Formula One Grand Prix. Nah. I don't even nah. like Formula One. That's the thing. It's like professional wrestling without the payoff and the neon pink streamers and stuff. <laughs> I do like Daniel Ricardo, though, and I'm excited. Hopefully, the Honey Badger. Yeah. Hopefully, That's I get to meet him because I'm going to be in the funny. I'm going to be in the pits. Nice. Well, we do have a connection there, of course. Sure, Perth, and uh, our friends over at Race Service. Yeah, that mm. too. But also, I mean, there's like six people that live in Perth. True that. So you got to know them. <laughs> yeah, Nigel and Patricia are probably real tight. Well, I think my uh, Nigel has met uh, Ricardo Senior. Oh, that's so nice. Yeah, because obviously, like you said, six people in Perth. I mean, that's <laughs> he four seems of like them. a delightful young man. <laughs> and since Daniel and I are not there, I mean, that's all that's left now. Sure, four people in Perth. My Australian connection really only goes. I mean, it's it's West Coast, mm. Queen Bean. That's West the Coast. Coast, not the East Coast. That's no. the East Coast. That's what I meant. <laughs> That's right. I forget it's backwards where the yes. things, interesting things are. Yes. Oh. Oh. Like, like America. Zing. Wow. Uh, All right. Yeah. You like a bit of Aussie grip? I, I oh God, Mark Weber. What a gentleman. <laughs> what a treat. Very handsome. His lovely mm-hmm. wife. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Great. I had the pleasure of uh, doing a long ten-day uh, road trip through Australia with uh, Angus McKenzie, oh. which is, of course, his uh, his homeland. Mm-hmm. And we took a Subaru Outback through the Outback, which was fun. Yeah, started down at the. I wonder st- why did you select that car for the Outback? <laughs> I, you know, I'm not sure. It wasn't really clear, but you know, it just seemed like, well, you know, we'll just go for Give a wagon. A Let's take a wagon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Subaru seems on board. Sure. Um, but was it I'd... the Jackie Chan edition? No, it was not. <laughs> From Cannonball Run 2? No, I don't think so. Oh, don't think so. No, this was back in 2010, I think. Oh, that, was, that was when it was more into Mitsubishis. Yeah. Yeah. And Tigers. But, but it was fun. I mean, they just had a really wet winter, and so the spring was just... Blooming. Phenomenal, like their onions. It was blooming like their onions, exactly. And we started in Adelaide and went all the way up Stewart Highway and kind of zigzagged back and forth across the Stewart Highway and cool. saw all sorts of the national parks and Adelaide, city of spies. Yeah, spiders. Yeah, city of spiders. No, spies. Spiders. <laughs> spies. Spiders. There's not many spiders in Adelaide. Lots. There's a lot oh, of spiders. I'm, there's, there's, they have their own species of funnel web. I've looked. Yeah, it's kind of freaky. <laughs> freaky. But it's all about the spies. Oh, city of churches. Think of the churches. <laughs> well, you could just call it city of churches, and nobody would confuse it with the horrible eight-legged death machines <laughs> that are scuttling around, popping out of holes in the ground. Scuttling around. <laughs> I'm just Bigger saying, than I'm dogs. Pop, I calls it like I sees it. <laughs> but that was when I learned about uh, drop bears and hoop snakes. Okay. Mm. Yes. Yeah, the Angus. drop bears, the killers. Yeah. yeah. Angus you don't ever want to get a drop bear wet. No. <laughs> or feed them after midnight. Exactly. Oh my word! It's like the worst kind of thing, and they put lipstick on and all sorts. Terrible. <laughs> oh god. 
Yikes. Yeah. Beautiful country, though. I enjoyed it. Seems like they're going to do a tour. One might say it's a sunburnt country, almost. Mm, Yeah. It was... It was... I think I would have only called it sun-kissed at the time that I went. I think it was... It was... It was a special year to go. Mm. That... uh, Yeah. The entire... It was like... It was like Australia's super bloom. It was... It was intense. It was just intense. I watched uh, a program on Netflix um, called Aussie Gold Hunters. Oh. So that's, I want to go to Western Australia just for that reason. Really? He, he wants to go out to the gold fields, and I want to let him go out to the gold fields, because I won't go with him to the gold fields. No, I'll just go. let him wow. pan by himself. Wow. Yeah. I'll just drop him off. Be like, Cal, pick you up in three weeks. So you're more of a gold fan, less of an opal fan, so you, didn't, you wouldn't be well, interested like in the, Cooper the, Petey. Yeah, Cooper Petey, where okay. we can live underground in, yes. a, in a hole. That's yes. also interesting Like to a me. spider. That's right. Precisely. <laughs> if you'd be living with your brethren, they'd be all surrounding you. Hard pass. Hard pass. You could just be in the. I mean, when you're on the gold field, you could look out for the Dugats and the King Browns. Well, sure. Woof. Yeah. Snakes, very docile. No, thank you. Docile creatures. And especially then it gets like 10 and 12 feet long. That's <laughs> fine. That's perfectly fine. Sure. Uh, manageable snakes i'm not at all afraid of snakes no no they don't bother me in the slightest spiders <laughs> in their hand much harder to keep track of Oof, yeah especially when they scuttle quickly yeah it's oh nice. you get also obviously you get oh, the they jump the huntsmen are the best ones because they're the ones that scuttle real quickly Oof, they're very totally friendly they live, they live under the uh under the they'll friendly. get inside a car and they'll get under your sun visor i've read oh, about this uh, and then you'll, you'll go you'll get in your car and they'll drop onto your legs and they cause a lot of car accidents because of that but they're not like dangerous by no that's, that's startle people true fact but sometimes unfortunately other insects will go there as well and it's just as surprising if you get a giant cockroach that just falls out of your visor after it's mm. being cooked there being in the sun Ew. and drops in your leg also not a good look lovely it was nice with an orange uh, lemon squash mm-hmm. lovely a solo. that's right a solo man that's right <laughs> anyway Ay ay ay. So, so you, when you were in Australia then in the Subaru Outback in the Outback, did mm-hmm. you ever stop for a Castlemaine Forex, which is Australian for beer? No. No. More foster. Well, maybe. I just remember we stopped for a lot of smokos. Yeah. Did the pack with the pack of Winnie Blues and the shoulder yeah, there under the yeah. t shirt. <laughs> or was he more a Winnie Reds man? No, it was more just coffee and ah, tea. Coffee and tea and Cookies and mm, you know, biscuits. out of the back side of the, the couple, support few, vehicle few, few that we tam-tams. had. Like, yeah, tam-tams. exactly. Well, the work, in the day oh, they get very hot. Yeah, yeah so you got to go with the ginger nuts. And the Bundabergs. Sure. That mm-hmm. was oh, yeah. when I discovered Bundabergs. Bundaberg rum? Ooh, and no. Bundaberg, Bundaberg, sorry, I should say. Their lovely. The ginger beer. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And cola beer they have. Mm. And they have these, but now owned by Pepsi, majority shareholder. Uh, is well, that when they go. started creating more flavors? Or no, did no, they the always Pepsi make it? Takeover just took a happen recently. Oh, okay. Oh. All right. I know that from going to Galco this weekend. Hmm. There you go. Fun, fun. Learn things new when you go to a beverage superstore. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's wonderful. It's a beautiful fact. <laughs> uh, so you so you had the, the Suzuki uh, for your, your Death Valley trip. You rode yeah. here on your Prime I, Street twin. I did, in yes. The best color combination. Oh, thank you. What what else have you been riding or what what else do you have your eye on that you'd like to uh, throw a leg over? Oh or goodness! A thigh or whatever it ends up being, if it's very tall. Oh, I'd love to love to get my hands on the Vitpilin, but um, seven hundred one or the four hundred one. Either, frankly, four hundred one's fun. Yeah, yeah, it's it's the least comfortable thing I've ever crawled onto. 
but it, <laughs> I can't imagine why. I don't know, but the, the <laughs> fart pillin is especially nice. Yeah, I love. I, like yeah. I, I recommended that to like three people already, and it's really? like I would totally. Yeah. 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 It's a silly little mood. James should get one because it's like an adult size grom. There no, you I'm go. No, I'm a just a grom. <laughs> when are you getting life? one? When are you getting one? Well, remember we've had this discussion. So All right. Well, when... the discussion got deleted. Remember? So. It did. So the next discussion <laughs> is is that my wife, uh, bless her cotton socks, has said that she would be open <laughs> to a potential conversation mm-hmm. about doing some back training if Keanu Reeves suggested it. Oh, right. That's right. And so, as a result, knock on effect, Carl and I are making some calls to some of our friends. Who nice. Is, yeah. We're going to, yeah, the whole plot of us going to bother Gard and Heath is to get their other business partner to call James's wife and, and have tell a discussion. Her that, nice. Yeah. So, that's, she's at least opened the door a crack. Ooh. So, it, so it hasn't happened yet. No, 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 no. So okay, so this is in the works. Yeah. Oh, come on. Heath, come on, hook a brothers up. So, he's good at that. Yeah, so as long as Heath can have words to Keanu, and then Keanu can maybe suggest John Wick style to my wife, that uh, it might be worth it. <laughs> or maybe nice. you could do it uh, Johnny Utah style. I don't know, That's whichever one works. Style. Yeah. Not mm-hmm. like Bill and Ted style? Also good. Come on. Oh, look, many, many good versions of whatever it could be. <laughs> so great. Yeah. <laughs> Excellent. Mm-hmm. Anyway, yeah, so the, the vit well, villain. yes, I will. Uh, I'll keep my fingers crossed for you mm-hmm. for the Grom life. It's all about that Grom life. That's right. I've been That's seeing right. so many people commuting on like the those are the Z125 Kawasaki's and Groms mm-hmm. over the last like three or four weeks. I've been driving my wife downtown in the mornings yeah. for her to cut some time off her commute. There's so many people commuting on tiny little bikes. Yeah, it's so like funny. It. Yeah. The small bikes seem to be small bike all the rage. All I need. Yeah, small bike big exhaust. Yeah, <laughs> you know, make sure they you, they hear you coming. Yeah, something yeah. and going and going. Probably more going than coming, but you no. Know. No, well, the, well, I guess Benuli principle and all that comes into play. That's right. Sure. That's right. Oh boy. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> well. Yeah, I think that's the one that's caught my eye the most. Yeah, that husky. I really want to do the 701, mm. but mm-hmm. um, they only have like one of those, I think, so yeah. far. So. I'm just... not trying to go to Temecula for anything. Yeah. Oh, well, it's not a bad well, ride. You can make it into worse. a fun ride. You can make it into a fun ride. Yeah. Um, there, are, there are fun ways to get up and over. Hmm. Um, so it right. could, be worth, could be worth your while. We'll see. But, uh, you know, from a ph- photographer's standpoint, I just find them interesting looking and they, I'd love to looks like them. love to photograph them so yeah yeah cool right so, on yeah otherwise i'm i'm chilling i'm kind of coasting through you know living the dream living your living best life the, living the freelance life you know oh boy just fielding parties every night right and left i know you're leaving here to go to a party probably that's right and you came right. from a party that's right there's always a party with you non-stop so. partying that's right yep Exactly. Galleries exactly. opening, all sorts of things. That's right. <laughs> Jet setting. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, we'll see. I don't know. I'd, I'd love to get out to... Uh, the oh, Hamptons. You know what I would love to do is hmm. to make my way out to uh, Ducati Week. Yeah. Oh, that would be a good one. In Italy. Mm-hmm. That'd be cool. Mm-hmm. Mamma mia. Yeah. Yeah. That might have to happen. 
Might have to make that happen this this year. That'd be cool. Yeah. Is it, is it, I mean, I assume it's in Bologna or whatever. Yeah, or Mal- I can't remember. Yeah, I think it's Bologna. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd have to double check the location, but um, yeah, I don't know. It looks like that a would lot be of fun. fun from all the videos I've seen on it. Yeah, and I mean, you know, Italy in July, nothing cooler. Of, well, <laughs> and Italy in July means a lot of gelato. Yes. Gelato every day. At least four times a day. Yeah, usually. Yeah. That's true. Just just to keep a good even keel. That's right. Mm-hmm. And not That's only right. gelatos, you can go affogatos as well, just to make mm-hmm. sure that's mm-hmm. morning. Oh. Oh my goodness. I did enjoy some nice affogato uh in Portugal when I was mm. there with the um Scrambler eleven hundred launch. That was that was fun. James, I forgot to tell you how much I love Afogato. Oh, um Obvi. Obvi. Obvi Ashrapa. Anyway, so uh, where can people go if they want to find your fantastic work? Oh, well, you can go to my website, julialapalm.com. And then I'm also... It helps that that rhymes a little bit. (laughs) Yes, I I designed it that way. Mm -hmm. Um... And my Instagram handle is also my name, Julia Lamalm. So hmm, perfect, Fantastic. pretty easy, pretty easy. Cool. And where are some uh, publications where people can? You said you're working doing some stuff for Hot Rod coming up. Yeah, Do you have any idea when that's Hot out? Rod should be out in another month or so. Okay. I would guess. Um, Hot Bike, the Arlen Ness uh, feature is already out. I believe um, that was the May June issue. Ooh. If I remember correctly. Um, Let's see. We did a photo shoot of, um, oh gosh, there's a motorcyclist and um, I believe uh, I did a, a cover shoot for Truck Trend okay. um, that was out a couple months ago. Mm-hmm. So some of these might not be on the newsstand anymore, but um, but then you can check out Cycle News and see my review of the Scrambler 1100. You should. It's good stuff, yeah. People keep an eye out on Obby's website, Bike Curious, mm-hmm. for my little write-up on the road trip up to Quail on the Monster 797. Yeah. If you guys had any doubt that he would publish anybody <laughs> after he published several pieces by me. <laughs> no, no, no. Um, well, that's yeah. awesome. Yeah. James, where can people find you and all, all of the, the things that you get up to, all the hijinks? People can find me at nobreaking.com, N-O-B-R-A-K-I-N-G, also no breaking on Instagram and Facebook. And because I've got another guest here today, Kiwi, people mm. can find Kiwi on Instagram at Kaiju Kiwi, K-A-I-J-U-K-I-W-I. Oh, Kyle. Oh, that's so nice. Where can they find you? Well, you can find my paid work at theroadshow.com. So uh, go ahead and do that. And especially talked about magnesium. You still accepting magnesium emails? I will definitely read and probably promptly delete any of magnesium emails I get. I've really been to the top of that mountain already. I think you need to revisit it. Well, we'll see. We'll see. But uh, if you want to find me not at work, that's Kyle J. Hyatt on Twitter and most notably Instagram. And, um, yeah, apart from that, guys, thank you very much for uh, listening and uh, checking us out week after week. Uh, We'll be back at you next Wednesday. So make sure, as always, you subscribe someone else. Mm -hmm. Surreptitiously. Yep. Leave us a fantastic review. A very positive one. Possibly the most positive review you've ever written. Hyperbole is a plus. And although it's only five stars, give us five stars. Sure. 
and then send a message to Apple that they need to increase the system for us and give at least a further 16 to 17 stars. That seems legit. And if you've got any questions, feel free to shoot us messages on the old Instagrams or Facebook. To which James will respond. As best I can. I'll try and respond to Carl's questions you have, mostly about his cats, but I can't always promise that'll be the truthful ones. Shout out Radar Mag Dave. That's right. (laughs) Anyway, thanks guys again. And uh, yeah, we'll be back with you soon. Bye-bye. Bye.